Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Boys in the Barrio. Uh, we're right here with a good friend uh, of the podcast. Where is he? I don't, um, I don't think he is a friend. Then. I don't is know he, where is he's he at. Behind me? <laughs> now, uh, we actually recorded this last time, uh, actually about two weeks ago, and my fault. We had uh, errors going on with uh, the microphones and stuff like that, so technical we got that fixed. Basically, technical difficulties. That's what it was. Um, so I want to thank Quarantine Wheeler again for coming. In. It sounds weird me saying your last name. I always say Quarantine. Just, I just keep it saying <laughs> Say it slowly. Quarantine. Quarantine? Oh, yeah. That's the stuff. Say it again. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Gosh. I, th- I thought you were oh, like. Oh, you fell right into that. That I was did. perfect. Um, I was like, is he really? Yeah. Like, damn, he fell for it. So, uh, save me, bro. (laughs) I didn't even know what was going on, so it was too late. Uh, I am Quarantine Wheeler. Uh, I am a solo artist with a backing band here in Houston, Texas. We play post-hardcore rock. Um, We even do acoustic stuff. And here with me is my newest drummer. Introduce yourself. I'm Luke Wright. Um... About to be 26 out of Magnolia, Texas. Uh, yeah, just teamed up with them just about a month ago. Still getting everything going real good and everything. But, uh, Never dang. Yeah. How did y'all meet? Um, Facebook, actually. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Was it? I, um, actually, I think it was Instagram, to be honest. It was a long time oh, ago. Yeah. Uh, I had seen his band. We had talked a little bit. I was going to go out and see a show and whatnot. But uh, I just left a different band at the time, but they didn't have any openings or anything like that. Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't it that... um, So for our Instagram, as part of our promotional campaign, I pay for several different services to send out messages to people to say, hey, I appreciate you following me. Thanks. If you like my stuff, you know, you can go to the website. And I also have another service that comments on... Uh, certain pictures with specific hashtags of, uh, you know, any relevant bands or relevant music that's close to mine. So it'll go to their page if you hashtag like Crown the Empire and say, hey, I know she like Crown the Empire and these bands you might like my stuff. And mm. I think what had happened was I actually my system had tagged him. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, left a comment crazy. and he's like, oh yeah, you commented. And I was like, yeah. I <laughs> yeah, it wasn't sure. really him. So, uh, but yeah, uh, either way. Who are you, bro? Uh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> but either way, I was putting a, a different project along at the same time, and then he was saying, "Oh, that's cool and everything." So we just checked out each other's stuff. And then about um, like two months ago, whatever, <laughs> about two months ago, uh, I'd asked if he wanted to uh, sing on this song that I was trying to come together and everything. And then like a week later, he was just like, "Man, I need a guitarist or a drummer." It's like, well, shit, I'll do drums. That sounds good. Did Did you actually ask me? Uh huh. See, because I, I get that a lot. I have a lot of people that hit me up all the time. They're like, hey, man, we need a singer. We need, and I'm like, that's neat. Send me your stuff. And oftentimes I'm just like, I, I'm not even going to look at it. Because I get so many. <laughs> I'm just like, unless it's like a reputable so source. I know who not to ask for a spot in the band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, unless it's someone like. Uh, it was I, all I automated had, until I got here. I know. <laughs> we have all automated systems. But no, I had like a. Um, a, a guy that I knew, Bimo from Kane Hill. That's one thing he couldn't do automated, huh? Was the drum was the drummer and a guitarist, right? He, you yeah. couldn't set that <laughs> one up. The album. <laughs> you could have set it up. Well, you could have set it up for like the shows. Oh like, no, no, <laughs> I needed him for that. Yeah, I was really lucky. Like Luke is very talented, and um, so no, he's he's good. He's good, and uh, we 
we've had a lot of difficulties finding a good drummer, you know, that kind of shares the same vision, the same passion, and, and that's difficult for all bands. I, mm-hmm. I think trying to find the right chemistry, and not just that, you're not doing it for music. Anyone can be a good musician. You're trying to build a business. Like we were talking about yeah. a, a few interviews ago, music is a business, and you have to all agree with the mission statement. You all have to have the same, uh, you know, or be the same goal-oriented, mm-hmm. you know, I think in my opinion and I think that everyone that we have now is pretty dedicated and we all kind of feel like all right well we have the steam we have the the inertia going and mm. nothing can really stop us right now and that was one thing that really brought me in and everything that you know made me want to be a part of this band and everything because you know for about the past year I was trying to put together my own project and I blew through a dozen music musicians you know Nobody ever wanted to be dedicated, come to practice, put in the time, the effort, the work, or anything like that, or, you know, even just sit and chill and just try and diddle with some stuff and come up with something new. So, I mean, you know, everybody would be like, yeah, you know, I, I like the idea, let's get together, da 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 But when it comes to getting yeah. together and actually committing, uh, it's one of the hardest things exactly. to do. So exactly. I, I had this cousin, he was going to be uh, the drummer for my band. Band practice was at his house. He yeah. had six practices, I got him to come into his shed one time. Like, bro, it's yeah. at your house. You got 30 steps to come, and you can't get away from your old lady for just 30 minutes to come mess around. So. And, and like I, I, I spoken with you previously, I'm not afraid to, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you shouldn't disclose your tactics and your strategies and techniques of how you've gotten this far. I'm not afraid to do that because so many people are lazy. Exactly. You know, they, they don't want to do that. So, mm-hmm. you know, nobody wants to do the things that we've done, you know, like uh, burn 700, 800 CDs by hand, you know, autograph the, each one, put stickers, business cards, track list in each one, fold it, write thank you on the back. And do that yeah. for all 800, and then go out to shows that aren't even ours and festivals and <laughs> yeah. hand them out one at a time right, to people that are probably going to throw them out the window, you know, halfway down the road. But there's that those couple out there that are going to be of like, course, oh, yeah. we're going to check it out, and you know, those couple make it worth the time. Yeah, they yeah. make it all worthwhile. Mm. You know. Um, so, so you, so you also do vocals too. You know how to sing? I can sing. I'm not really doing it so much in corn to wheel or anything we've yeah. been talking about it a little bit in the future here but we just got to see how it kind of lays right out now we're but. trying to get uh him and michael weatherby mm-hmm. um which is funny because now we got c-dub l-dub and m-dub <laughs> oh for real yeah, yeah that's cool man that's and then dope. and then our bassist is bo bob the bassist <laughs> <laughs> uh sorry bob um but I, I think it's it's really neat the team dynamics that we have now. Everyone is really willing to to dedicate themselves, and I think everyone realizes that. Hey, you know, well, I, I've spent thirty thousand dollars on it. You know that that shows my dedication and the time I put into it, and it's really kind of shown you know what I expect out of everyone else. And they've kind of started going the distance as well. And hopefully, we'll all be chipping in and. Uh, doing some, what is it? We got a music campaign and a PR campaign coming up. We're mm-hmm. actually trying to get the financing for. So that's cool, man. Yeah. I mean, one of the hardest things about working with other people, well, in groups of people, is getting everybody on the same page. That's a so I think that's why it's when you put a lot of group, especially men, a whole bunch of crazy Dude, ass bros. men, <laughs> egos and testosterone running around. Oh, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, so it's always awesome to see, you know, when people come together in a group setting and actually come to one page, you know, like you said, it. you have yeah. to be on the same page, 
believe the same thing. You're not always going to agree, but you get what I mean? At the same time, y'all putting up, you know, y'all have to show a front as one. And, and it's kind of weird the way that we we run it as well. So for rather than a typical band, which is more of like uh, a democracy, you know, the, the majority has to agree on something. For me, I focus on marketing and the brand and also actual social networking. Like, I try to get all the connections for our business and all of the promoters and making sure the logos are good. We have, you know, videographers and, you know, just every... I coordinate all of that. But meanwhile, Rob, Bob the Basis, he coordinates all the practices and makes sure that all the performances are up to par. So we handle two different sides of the house and I, I think it's important because I was a part of a typical band in the past actually several um, one was called Signals and there's always a band in a, each band there's always a, a daddy bear you know and he's he's the leader of the group and what he says goes and that can tear bands apart you know even a lot of local ones recently uh, I won't say what bands, but you know it. It tears them apart because one guy makes all the decisions, and you feel that oh well, why does he get to make the decisions? Well, this one it's pretty damn simple. Like I'm going to Wheeler, and we're going to Wheeler. <laughs> yeah, I get to make those decisions. But I think it's important. I anytime I try not to be like micromanaging because I hated that. So I know that people that I work with would hate that. So if a, if a drum part is wrong or, you know, a, a guitar part could be better, I, I try to, you know, suggest like, hey, maybe try this. This might work. This is closer to what we had. But if you feel comfortable with that, try doing it any way that you mm -hmm. feel, you know, or if you have a better idea, let me know. So we, we try to be very collaborative. And mm -hmm. I think that's pretty cool because at the same time, you're kind of still respecting that the other people around you are artists too. Yeah. You get what I mean? So you kind of give them that artistic uh, freedom to think by themselves. You get what I'm saying? Guys that are just like kind of like, you know, this is what you're supposed to think, and, you know, because it's mm -hmm. just what I see. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's pretty cool. And at the end of the day, sometimes in them situations, what he thinks might open up something different for you. Exactly. Or so it's a creativity room. Basically, everybody's throwing ideas off of you. And I, I think mm -hmm. that it's, it's important because the second you take away artistic freedom is the moment that they're done. They Correct. cash out. Yeah. Because for me, it's all about the brand. I could care less, you know, about the music side of the house because that's Rob's job. Um, although, because all I have to worry about is getting on stage and singing. I know my parts. They're, you know, I, I wrote them. So it's easy for me. I don't really have any worries about going on stage and putting on a good show because I've done it for so long. Yeah, of course, yeah. But, uh, you know, with everyone else, I, I, I'm not worried about that because... In the past, you know, we've had members that thought that, you know, their artistic freedom was stripped just because they didn't get a right music, you know, and that's where we ran into problems. But now that the music's already written, it's, it's not an issue. It's like, here you go, learn this. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, I give I a round of applause for the band playing next door when we're trying to record. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't really hate it. It's like everybody does it's noise around music. Yeah, uh, it's I, it, actually, it's pretty cool, man. Uh, when we first, uh, I'm, I'm veering off a bit here, but <laughs> when we first started this year, um, that's how I met him. But anyways, um, 
yeah, there used to be episodes where music was just, all you hear is like, <laughs> dude, like hardcore. <laughs> and I was like, because sometimes on some episodes, you know, I do add background music, you know, so I, I was like, one time, you know, I was this like, is you unlicensed. Just, free. Yeah, just let it play, <laughs> you know, and I was like, you don't have to pay for this. It's, it's not, not copyright. And, and, and it sounded good, man. I was like, okay, cool. So, you get what I'm saying? So, play so, Freebird. <laughs> Start making requests. Yeah. But, man, I think it's cool, and I, I like the, you know, um, of course, uh, it was unfortunate for me to hear last time when you told me, you know, you had to switch everything up, of course. But sometimes you need a change to like get yeah. back, back in gear to where you need to be. So, um, I think if you have one person that's dragging their heels, it can stunt to. the operation of everyone. Because remember, you got to think about your t- the brand, and I just not the team. The team, yeah, sa- it, the team is very important. That's yeah. why we're all going kayaking this weekend. Do some team we're building at- exercises out of Galveston. I didn't even know they had it out there. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. If you do, uh, if you go on Groupon, you can do like a two-hour session for k- single kayaking for eighteen bucks, two hours. When you want to budget, yeah, yeah. yeah. we want to get that Groupon <laughs> <laughs> musician. Uh, but yeah, I think if you take care of people, they'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've tried to, you know, we try to do things together, not just music. Uh, we we don't hang out um, like every day or every weekend you know because we work together and, and we have our own lives and that's a lot of different people trying to pull together but uh and every, being kind of spaced apart too, yeah, that, yeah. That Distance well. <laughs> yeah i think it's important you know that we you know we do things together to get to know each other better mm. how many are y'all right now is it five yeah alec rob michael you and me alec rob michael you and me yeah five, five yeah <laughs> So yeah, that is that is a whole bunch of bodies to try and pull. <laughs> yeah, to one location. Trying yeah. to get a show is like making the stars align. <laughs> yeah, a little Same bit. with music videos. That's even worse. So um, that's a nightmare. Which, by the way, we have our new music video. Your erroneous evil is out. Uh, if you like Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Porsche, McLaren, all there's that. There's always cars in these guys' videos. Oh, it's we amazing. love cars. Mm. Love cars. Probably unhealthy. But you love cars too? Oh, yeah. A little bit? Oh, yeah. He likes I mean, trucks. Trucks? You're a truck guy? Yeah, a little bit. You know. yeah, we're, doing, we're doing a truck one next year. So. Finally, man. Yeah, STP Diesel said Ooh. that they were going to help us get some trucks. Finally, you have consideration for the trucks. You're always <laughs> just discriminating the, the trucks. We're, uh, I, I won't reveal everything, but I will say that it's going to be a brand new, very expensive truck with the Harley Davidson in the back. The newest Harley Davidson, and there is time travel, and you'll see an original truck from before the 20s, and an original Harley Davidson also in the teens, 19, like 15, like Man, old. That's pretty dope. Yeah, we're going straight from brand new to antique. That's pretty dope, though. Keeping both. Uh, oh yeah. Both, both things alive. Yeah, we got some cool ideas, and uh, another video idea we're thinking about is uh, we have um, some connections with a, a man who owns a tank. <laughs> so we might have a tank. That's gonna be sweet. If y'all pull that off, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have to get us that man's number because <laughs> World War World Wars about to break off. Syria. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let me ask y'all another question. Uh, I know y'all got the album that just came out. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about that. What went behind that work? Uh, I know we were talking last time. You had a lot of great people uh, help you on this. So, yeah. uh, well, feature on it and stuff like that. So, how did that come about? Well, How's that going? 
we started writing it in uh, April of 2016. It took about a year. Um, I actually finished all the vocals and the instrumentals by uh, within three months. But then it was the process of waiting for other guest uh, vocalists and features to send me their material and finding them and getting the right price. And because some, you know, some artists want like $2,500 and you're like, and I'm on a budget. <laughs> so, a little bit cheaper. Um, but yeah, we, we have the Garrett Rapp of the Color Morale, Rory Rodriguez of Dayseeker. Uh, we have uh, Juno Gold or Jeremy Gilmore of Sycamore. Jeremy Gilmore. Uh, yeah. And then who else? We uh, Justin Ryan. Kyle of Jamie's Elsewhere. Uh, Ryan Tyler of Viridian. Yeah. Tara Maiko. She's out of Tokyo. Really, really talented artists are on these songs, and it's it's really, really cool because we're we're kind of coming out of nowhere and having worked with all these artists and people are like wait who's born to really yeah. Yeah. How, how did you do this money yeah. <laughs> talks bullshit walks mm-hmm. <laughs> is it hard to get features no you just tell them I have money and they say okay <laughs> <laughs> money talks bullshit walks right yeah. so but um, it's, it's a cool album basically Seeking Light is available on Spotify Apple iTunes all that anything you can imagine um, and you can just search up Corrington Wheeler, C-O-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N, Wheeler. And basically it's about my time in the military having traveled the planet and visiting all these different countries. And I learned six valuable moral lessons uh, ranging from history, ancient alchemy, uh, greed, love, death, life, uh, all these different things. And so each song... Uh, I actually wrote an entire philosophy, put it on the website. It's available under philosophies on our website, CorrentonWheeler.com. And if you like a song, you can go on there, read the backstory. It's really cool um, because me as a, a, you know, a big fan of music, music's a huge part of my life, not just creating, but actually being a consumer myself. I, whenever I like something, I want to know more about it. So we yeah. gave the fans that opportunity, especially like fans like Tool and and, and whatnot. Like you always want to know more. What's it's the just story? music in general. Sometimes you just want to know. Like man, I wonder where this artist was, what mindset they were they in when they yes. wrote this or did this. You always want to know that. So when when you find out, it's like, damn, that's pretty cool. Like for example, uh, recently, uh, it's crazy to believe Prince. It's been a year since Prince died. That's crazy. So yeah. anyways, uh, oh, point I want to tell you is. Uh, my, my fiance is really big on like uh, uh, Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac yeah. and all that. So I didn't know that one of the songs that uh, Stevie Nicks sings, uh, Prince wrote. You get what I mean? And wow, it, it was yeah. pretty, when I found that out, I was like, damn, that's crazy. Because if you start putting the words together, it kind of does sound like Prince. You get what I mean? Like, mm, I can imagine vibe. Prince writing it. Yeah. And, you know, just because of the way he writes. You know, but it, 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 it's just going back to what you were saying where... You know, writing and telling the story about it. I, I really like that. Yeah, that. yeah, and that's uh, that's our niche. You know, we're a philosophical band. We we want people to start questioning things. And I, I know a lot of people are gonna be like, well, why do you have all those Lamborghinis and stuff? Spoiled, blah blah blah. Rich kids. We're, first off, we're not rich. That guy. I drive an old Lincoln. <laughs> Ain't none of us rich. Here. Mm-hmm. And uh, but. I think that it's important to make music videos that are actually relevant to the lyrics. I hate nothing more than watching a video that has nothing to do with the lyrics. 
where it's just a video to be a video. And you're like, wait, why? Well, your erroneous evil is about greed. So, yeah, there's Lamborghinis, there's yeah. Rolex watch, you know, I'm wearing. There's, there's those things in it because the song's about greed. You know, and I think that's important to me as an artist uh, mm. to actually have a fitting representation of my message. You know, so interesting, man. Um, another uh, big thing I wanted to ask you was uh, I got this, <clears throat> I seen the cover of your uh, of the album. How'd you get that picture? Is it is it? Who, I was paid for. Paid for really? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was like, taking I'd be cool. We went through uh, I think Delta Options. Um, they actually provided us with some great album artwork in the past. So. Yeah, so I was pretty cool. I just thought it, it kind of went with like you know the whole feel of yeah. your album and everything. Traveling, so, yeah, yeah. It, it just went with it. I thought it was pretty cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, um, tell us what you what you got working on right now. What are y'all working on right now to get done? Uh, we're working on a lot with not a lot of money, which means that we can't really move forward. Every everything in music hinges on money, but um. We it's would, crazy because is it really like you can only get so far huh, without yeah, the money like it's, we can't even produce any more new songs like we have cover songs that we'd like to do that our fans want us to do mm-hmm. we have original songs that we'd like to release as singles um, but that costs money to you Remakes, know record and mix it. and master and edit and so we can't do that um, videos, we have music we videos can't shoot we can't shoot we can't like everything's basically you know all on uh, just standbys but um, we do have some things in the works we are going to be releasing some lyric videos that we already paid for um, thanks to our GoFundMe Um, and if anyone does enjoy our material we just created a Patreon where you can donate monthly for less than a McDonald's combo or even less than Netflix Um, we have three five and nine dollar donating options where we'll you'll get to see uh, like exclusive material before we release it to the public uh, you'll get to see behind the scenes stuff of how we do uh, what we do and our processes um, you also get like merch discount codes if you want to buy some sweet swag um, our merch is extensive we have all brand new merch I have from slouchy beanies to uh, black light glowing shirts to I mean shot you glasses. Know, shot glasses it's in all really fair prices like Five dollar shot glasses, ten dollar shirts, ten dollar beanies. It's really cool, um, and we're actually almost sold out of all of our physical albums. But if anyone wants to help with that, uh, you can get these rewards. Um, go to our Patreon, Patreon.com/CorringtonWheeler, and check out, see if there's a reward that you might be interested in. I know that some of the upper tiers are they they range from free shows for life, uh, free backstage VIP. No matter how big we get or how big the festival is, we'll pay for you to come in and hang out with us before the show, or even as much as us giving you our guitars that we use on stage and autographing them. So there's all different kinds of reward levels. Yeah, they're, they're, they're at one of the highest levels, he'll actually come out and give you a kiss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. Got a girl. But that's for $2,000 a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My girl would have to. We would have to work something out. <laughs> yeah, at that at that point, yeah. you donating that much. Yeah, uh, I told my girlfriend. You might get a little tongue too. You know what <laughs> That's what I said. My girlfriend said it was fine. She's like, you know, with that much money, yeah, you 
kiss whoever you need to. Mm. Watch out for Mono. <laughs> you got sick, are you? Yeah. Uh, but uh, not to change gears, but also, we've in in the future, near future, uh, we're starting a whole new project. Uh, we're revamping our volunteering. So we're really becoming more involved with our local community, trying to integrate more and trying to hang out with our fans more. Because a lot of our fans, you know, it's, it's kind of awkward. You know, you come up to the merch table, you know, you, I, I autograph something, you know, we'll, I'll give you a hug, we'll take some photos, but then it's weird if I have a line of people, but you know, I, I, I want to spend the time to talk to each person as long as they need. And it's hard to get that opportunity. So we decided to extend the invitation to our fans who can now come volunteer with us and help the community do some good, such as I, I think next month we're actually going to be uh, volunteering at Friends for Life Animal Adoption Agency so people can come out, hang out with the band, uh, ask us any questions they possibly have, and you do some good in the community while doing it. Um, and if you like animals, you know, that's the yeah. place too. And we do stuff with the Shriners Hospital, Search Homeless Shelter. Uh, we're going to be doing some stuff with, uh, it's, oh, I forget the name. It starts with an H, but it's, uh, it's a place where kids who do uh, rehabilitation through horseback riding, uh, we're going to be going that's there. Pretty cool. Yeah, so there's all kinds of stuff that you can do with this. And that's available on our website, cornswheeler.com. If you just click the volunteering tab, you can see... Uh, what our past events have been and see what the future events are and then you could just fill out the contact form say hey My name is such and such. I want to volunteer with you guys and hang out with the band because that's pretty cool And if you're wondering uh, About an organization like you say, oh, okay. Well, what's this organization? You could just scroll down and I've already listed what the company is about and what volunteer opportunities they have and a direct link to their website so yeah, you got uh, everything pretty much. Uh, yeah, on, on our website, there is literally not a beat missed of information. There's more information than you can handle on there. <laughs> yeah, you go to learn about a song and you see the paragraph, you're like, oh my god, this is longer than the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> that was this guy, right? Uh, this but guy. that's yeah. good though, because you know, there's the fans out there that they, that's what they want. So I mean, you can never have too much information when it comes to like. It's cool that you're doing that because. You, sometimes there is not enough information about a band yeah. and sometimes as a fan there is never too much uh, information you want to know learn more and yeah. more and more and more mm-hmm. and as of Sunday I have some exciting news a friend of mine Darcy Coons he's an esoteric author uh, he's written some books and also publishes I believe uh, I spoke with him and he has shown me the way of how to uh, publish my own book on sell it on Amazon. So, all of the philosophies and all the songs will be promotionally released uh, in a few months, probably actually late summer, uh, as an actual sh- like collective series of philosophies uh, and the, to you know supplement the music. So you can Damn, actually that's pretty cool. yeah you can buy my booklet. <laughs> I'm an author now. Yeah. Author. Yes. Author. Quentin um, Wheeler. Quentin Wheeler. Tell me, all right. Um, Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about the, the video you showed me before the, uh, which the one? Donkey Kong. And, and oh yeah. <laughs> um, 
reminded me of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude, for those of you listening, there's a Donkey Kong poster, uh, big Nintendo on it, hanging up on the wall, and it's it's pretty cool. This place is definitely pretty chill. I mm. dig it. Pretty chill and pretty chilly, right? Oh, cold. yeah. It's cold. It's, it's cold, cold man. But um, anyways, back to uh, reality, as I like to call it. Um, I wanted to ask you about band. Oh, okay. The band, right? So mm. right now, everybody's freshly new. Except for Rob. Rob has been very, very dedicated and loyal to the to the whole business, and uh, I can't thank him enough for that. You know, without him, uh, I don't know what I'd do. You know, he's a very, very good friend and a very, very talented musician. Uh, not to be repetitive with words, but it's it's hard to put into words. You know, he's he's just a great guy. Yeah. And the sacrifices that him and I have both made to get to this point have just been mind-boggling. And I, it, it's hard to believe we haven't even been performing for an entire year. And we've already played with Alien Ant Farm, Lacey Sturma Flyleaf, Boba Flex. Uh, we've played with Seasons After. We, we, we're about to play with Flaw on Friday, for those of you who want to make it out. Uh, tell us a little bit about that because you were telling me. Tell us where it's at and uh, oh, how much are the tickets. Okay. So tickets are $15. Um, we are going to be playing at BFE Rock Club here in Houston, Texas. Uh, it, I think the show's actually starting about 6.30. I think or, so, yeah. Yeah, 6.30. Um, yeah, 6.30. And we're going to be playing with Flaw. Uh, I'd never heard of Flaw, but um, I looked them up. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good rock. Good cool. rock band. So come on out. Um if you don't buy the tickets from us directly, even if you're there to see us, we don't get paid. But you can make up for that and buy some honest place. Buy some swag. <laughs> we have so much merchandise, and you can't miss us. Please come on out, um, help us. <laughs> we need we need help, help us. <laughs> um, another question I had was for you, man. Uh, what is it that attracted you to be a part of the, of, uh, of the band? Uh, what well, is it that made you like be like okay? So my I'll, daring I'll do good it. looks, uh, devilishly. Well, don't fall for the same thing. Oh <laughs> uh, well, shoot! I, I had worked with other bands in the in the past before, and uh, like we had talked about earlier, the creativity thing that was a whole issue. You know, I never felt like you know I got to put in my bits, even writing brand new songs. You know. Pretty much my drummer would step in and try and tell me which way that I needed to play it and everything and just totally 100% micromanage me to the point to where I didn't even want to be in it anymore. I played our last show with Alien Ant Farm and I said bye y'all, you know, I'm sorry but I can't do this Oh yeah, no he more. played with Alien Ant Farm too. Mm -hmm. That was a different band though. But um, but yeah, either way, um, so you know, I was trying to put together my own project, couldn't get nobody that was, you know, really dedicated wanting to do it. They've been around, they've been doing it, you know, so I knew they've already had the time in and everything. So they said, well, you know, we had a falling out, but we need some new people. I was like, all right, well, the ideas are already there. They already have so much work done and put into it. They're not just going to throw it out the window. You know, I mean, let's see where it goes. So coming in, you know, I'm just trying to learn everything that's on the album so far, you know, just pretty much directly as needed to be if any changes needed here and there, you know. And, uh, you know, once we come up to something new, it'll be a clean slate. And, you know, actually, as you said, we'll have the freedoms to do it, but still have to stay in your genre, but, you know. So you yeah. play the drums? Mm. Uh, what else? That's it? I played drums, guitar, and bass. Um, yeah, just around everywhere. I did bass with my last music project. How'd you learn all these instruments? Did you just... Well, uh, whenever I was about like 11, my buddy had an electric guitar and I picked it up and I just 
fell in love with it and begged my parents for, you know, music stuff for years to come. And then in seventh grade, they had this guitar class, which they really didn't teach you much. Starts in childhood. Really yeah, bad. yeah, all, all the way down at the bottom. And uh, so, I mean, they just gave us a song to learn by the end of the year. They said, if you can play this, you pass. You get a passing grade. And so we just messed around in there. You know, I was learning all different types of stuff. Blink-182, Green Day, Stain, just all different types of stuff everywhere. Old music. Yeah, old music, yeah. As, as Corey likes to say. But, uh... And that's just, you know, where I started getting the motor functions and everything, and um, once I got into 8th grade, there was a guitar class too, got a little bit better, and once I got into ninth grade, I got a drum set, and I just sat in my attic playing hot and sweaty, you know, every time I got off the bus from school until dark, and just, I was fascinated with it, you know, I could put on my favorite songs and try to play them until I could actually keep up with them, you know, and I'd just be getting excited, like, Pop, come check this out, you know, I have to play Foo Fighters, <laughs> like, I don't care, <laughs> but check it out! I think that's, a, that's an important point, uh, we have a lot of fans who send us messages to say, how do you sing that high, or how do you guys play that fast on guitar, or how do you mm. write the drum parts, like, they're so intricate, they're so difficult, I, how do I get to that point? Mm. And it's just like Luke said, like, find stuff that's challenging to you, like, severely challenging that's so far out of your league that you, you think it's you, you won't even be able to touch it yeah and just keep pushing yourself over and over and over and then one day it just kind of clicks yeah you know? and like that's for, exactly how it happens too. like for example me i try my dad plays the guitar so i mean i've always liked the guitar i should have paid attention when i was the younger guitar what <laughs> <laughs> the guitar what did i say <laughs> I said the uh, guitar, right? Yeah. The guitar? Yeah. Did I say it wrong? No, okay. it's good. Oh. <laughs> just, did, you did you say the guitar? No, I said the guitar. Oh. I thought he said the guitar too. Wow. He said. No. Okay, well, back on track. Back on track. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like. Oh, okay. <laughs> the face. Wait a minute. That's what I was confused. I was like. He's like, what? What's wrong with the guitar? I was like, no, you didn't. That awkward silence. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, but I, I tried uh, once I was a bit older already, but it was hard, man. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like you, I guess if you stay dedicated to it, you can. And I did pick it up a little bit, but I wanted to jump from, like, zero to, like, Santana solos. Mm -hmm. That was, like, hard. Real mm -hmm. hard. And there's plenty of resources out there. It's just the discipline. Mm. Yeah, and I, I think any yeah. instrument requires, you know, it's discipline. I, I think, you know, that... Yeah, a good thing about starting so early is whenever I was younger, I used to be a lot more dedicated about, like, everything. You know, if I wanted to do something, I was, like, 120% into it. Because what else you, know? you have to do, right? Yeah, so, I mean... No bills. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You can't go out. Well, you, you probably can, but you can't... Not like now, like, somebody calls you, oh, hey, let's go to a bar, or I mm. gotta work, or do something else. Like, there's always something else to do, and you're like... To find the dedication to do it is that's what I'm saying, man. Like dedication is one of the biggest yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, it, it's even hard for me to play now because I got a girlfriend at the house and she has a son that lives there with me and she's pregnant. So I mean, just finding time to practice that that could be a pain in the ass sometimes. But you know, I just get it in where I can. You know, yeah, of course. You it's in the you. morning, late at night. You know, wherever I could get it. So just get it then. That's so. cool, man. Nice to hear. What do you play? I started Gator. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I started on the alto saxophone uh, when I was seven, and I hated it. It was awful. My parents made me. They're like, "We bought that stupid thing. You're gonna play it." <laughs> so I, I played and played and played. It wasn't until I, I think when I was fourteen I started on bass, and then I kind of fiddled with drums, and uh, uh, I always sang. I was I was awful at singing. 
really bad. And then in high school, like one day, it just saxophone just clicked. Like I, I understood it. Like I could hear and feel the language of music, and I, I was just really good. And I was like, oh, I guess I. Why should I hate it now that I'm good at it? You know. And from there, I just kept pushing myself with singing and singing harder and harder songs, like any. Thing by Patrick Stump, you know, and Fall Out Boy or stuff like that, and uh, and then I kept doing the singing for maybe five, six more years, and then one day that just clicked, and then I was just really, I could sing high. And that's how it happens too. I'm telling you, it's just one day like you'll be, you know, at your peak of you know as good as you can get, and one day you just keep on playing until you click into the next chapter, and you got a whole another yeah. playbook that opens up, and, and you can never tell when it's gonna happen. Yeah, it just, it, Happens. You, it's just like you level up, and all of a sudden you, you can do a lot more. Yeah, it's like Pokemon. Yeah. You level up, and you got a couple new moves you can bust, and I mean, it's just like that. Just boom, click. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. What is the the funnest part about working and uh, being in a band? What do you say? In a band? Uh, I'd have to say, well, I'm an attention whore. I'm not even going to try to be... <laughs> You, he didn't it. even bullshit that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love attention. And I first, whenever I had a good job as a meteorologist in the Air Force, I bought a Porsche. And I loved everyone stop what they're doing. Stop walking on the street. Take pictures. And stop me at a gas station. Be like, hey, I love your car. And we start talking about cars. I noticed how it brought people together. Well, I thought, what's a good way for me to still get attention? Me spread a positive message to everyone. You know, and then I was like, oh, music. And I, I thought music. you were going to say about a Ferrari. <laughs> well, that's in the future. <laughs> the 458 Italia will be mine. But, uh, no, I, I love music. And I, whenever I get fan posts, like, every day, you know, somebody's like, hey, I dug the music. But every once in a while, you get one from, like, recently, we got a kid that said, your music inspired me to start a band. And then they'll send me a link to their garage band music. And I, and it's not great, you know, but the fact that they were, they got enough confidence to send me that message and send me that music, it, it made it completely worth it. Like, I love, it's a, it's a different kind of attention. It's not like, look at me attention anymore. It's more of how can I, you know, change mm -hmm. people's lives attention and, that's more rewarding than anything. And I, I love that. That's the best part about doing music and being a musician and just having those messages and those fans. Like, we have another fan out in Lake Charles. She just posted on Facebook. She's like, I'm so excited for the show on Saturday. Like, and it's it, it, it makes me happy, you know? She's coming over here? No, we're going to Lake Charles. Oh, yeah, playing Lake yeah. Charles? Okay. Yeah, we got to Barely, we're bigger over there than over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Louisiana loves us. Um, yeah, make sure y'all hit the casinos. I'm not a gambler. Damn. I am. I, am. <laughs> I like blackjack, but usually I do, you know, instead of chips, I use tacos. Going with 10 bucks. Hopefully I come out with something. <laughs> oh, this I'm not even joking. Because Taco Bell is, it oh. has, has, has shut down its doors by where he lives, so he is devastated right now. <laughs> That's all I can think about. I think I've seen this man eat so like every time I would see him, he, he had Taco Bell on him. Dude, have you seen that new Naked Chalupa? Or, yeah, the Naked Chalupa. <laughs> It's like, instead of a taco shell, it's chicken. Bro. Yeah, I, could, I, could I could tell you like Taco Bell. <laughs> I, and I'm not going to take that away from you. <laughs> you know, people are like, what was the worst? You know, everyone always asks you the, 
what's the best part about traveling the world and being to over 40 countries and blah, blah, blah. And I, was, and I always tell them, the worst part is no Taco Bell. You suck for that one. Really? <laughs> Taco Bell? Dude, I miss B-dubs, too. Like, their uh, queso. Oh, God, that was good queso. What's yeah, B-dubs? Uh, like, Mexican food is bad in Japan. It's awful. Oh. Like, super, super awful. <laughs> their salsa is literally tomato paste. And they're, like, uh, there's a, a chain over there called Obligados. And their cheese that they use is, like, gas station nacho cheese. And you're like, oh, God, this isn't tacos at all. I wouldn't even try that. It's depressing. Would you turn that thing off, Luke? It's all right. It happened. It happened to me earlier, man. You're good. You <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> started red. <laughs> Figure I'd call you out on the end. It's hard to turn it's a brown, red, red. <laughs> yeah, it happened to me, too. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. I'll just give you shit. Yeah, I can tell. Um, He's like, what a dick. I'm out of here. I had a few questions. Uh, this is one of my last questions. It's because I remember last time I asked you this, and... I think it was very important. Um, okay. When you write your music, um, how do you write? Ooh, this is a complicated question. Um, so you just gave the same answer last time. Yeah, okay. So for this album, I, I decided to change it up. So typically what I did was I paid a guy out in California to create the instrumentals because my music is only as good, my vocals are only as good as the instrumental that I'm given. So I paid top price to get really good instrumentals. He shot them down, and I said, also send me uh, an instrumental with um, some, you know, suggested vocals, you know, so he would sing some falsetto, be like, with no lyrics, and I was like, okay, well, that's that's a pretty good melody that I could sing to, and then I would come up with my own, and then we'd mesh them. And then I'd sing a track, shoot it back, and he he would, you know, kind of collaborate more and say, well, this is good, but why don't we try this? And then I would kick it back one more time, he'd mix a master, send to me. Or we would wait until the guest vocalist would send him the stems, finish doing it, send it to me. And then from that point, i say, okay, now I'm ready to write uh, the actual vocals, like, for, for real, not the rough draft. So I would uh, sit down, and I spent several weeks writing philosophies for each song. And then whenever we decided the melodies that the vocals would sound like, I would literally just pull sentences out of the philosophies. And I would be like, well, that goes there, and that goes there. (laughs) And just basically throw them on a board. And I was like, okay, cool, that sounds cool. Um, And then the song was done. Like, it was pretty simple, pretty straightforward. And I I really enjoy doing it that way. Cool. Uh, Do you ever, uh, um, do you ever, like, so, for example, when you write, and then so you, there always is edits, right? Like after you hear something, maybe you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't put that word there. Maybe I should switch it or sometimes, is it ever like that? Yeah, sometimes. It just depends on like the context because you're trying to tell a story, you know? Um, so if you change the dialogue too much, then you won't lead. Because I'm not going to just come right out and say, Correct. this is the, the moral of the story. I'm going to piece it together and let the the listener the audience like you're not gonna tell us you love Taco Bell like in the beginning like completely in the beginning not to the story, end mm-hmm. not to the end it, it you're gonna work up to it like you're gonna talk about the chalupa you were yeah. talking about so the whole wraps album seeking the light the light was the front door of Taco Bell <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that was the end of the journey uh, but no, no oh I think it's uh, everyone writes differently 
and honestly, I hate recording live instruments. It's a giant pain. Um, whenever I can have somebody in box create the guitars and then throw MIDI drums on and then shoot it to me, I record vocals, send it back. I can be done in two or three days with an entire song. Done. I don't need somebody saying, oh, well, I want the drum line, the bass line, the guitar line to sound like this. Well, I think it should sound like this. I cut all that crap out. That's why I'm a solo artist, because then I can say, no, what I want is this. It's, you know, this is about, you know, what, uh, where I want to take this. And the, the only reason that these guys probably even stick around is, you know, because I'm sure that the they want to write music. I don't, I don't restrict <laughs> them from writing their own music, but... I think that they believe in the brand. Um, they believe in, mm. you know, what I'm doing, that I know what I'm doing. They yeah, believe that I can take it. Yeah, of course. At the end of the day, I mean, you're doing something that, um, you know, they could learn from. It's a mutual thing. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, as much as, like you said, the brand, the brand keeps going. You're learning from, like, what he did. You know, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, he could be like, hey, you want to be like, hey, I want to write, I want to do this, I want to do that. Mm. You still, you get what I'm saying? You have a mentor to tell you, hey, you should approach it maybe yeah. like this or like that. So it's but pretty cool. In, and like in, you in said, the, it, in it, the past, it goes back to believing in the brand. Like yeah, you said. in the past, we have the only times we have any issues is whenever people try to say, oh, we're we're, and it's true, we're all equal. We are, but whenever it comes to like the brand, you know, I'm the deciding factor. But I listen to what everyone has to say because mm. I take their experiences, which are different from mine, into account. I take what Luke has to say very seriously, just as he does me. But the, I, I think in the past, whenever people are like, I'm better than you, so I, I should have get to decide. That's the point. You know, I'm like, I don't like throwing it in people's face. All the very, I, I've been very blessed to have traveled, experienced so much. Um, I, it's, it's unheard of all the things that I've gotten to do at this age, you know, and a lot of people seem to just, they, they don't expect that, you know what I mean? So they don't typically give credit where it's due. There are a lot of adults and people in their forties and fifties will say, oh, you're only in your twenties. What, what, what could you know? And that's where we run into issues because I do know done it I've got dysentery in Cambodia from you know not following the rules I've gone skydiving I've gotten robbed by human traffickers in Tokyo I mean (laughs) I've done a lot of stuff Uh, you know like I have experience you should probably listen to what I have to say (laughs) yeah and it's just crazy because sometimes when you're younger it's like Younger than the like you said, pe- yeah. people like this. It's, it's, they so, assume, so, yeah, it, and it's just even if you do give them hit them with fact, they're still not gonna accept. Yeah, so it's I think a lot of people are set in their ways. But I, I have a few questions for you. Yeah, what all does Boys in the Barrio uh, have planned in the future? Because all right, from according to Wheeler's perspective, I've seen y'all been blowing up Facebook. Y'all been kicking it. Oh yeah, it's uh, awesome. I'm so proud of you guys. Thank uh, you, man. I really appreciate that. Um, it's crazy because last time we also talked about this too that it was pretty cool how, you know, we we're seeing each other take different steps, yeah. you know, and I, it, it it you know we keep going up this ladder and we're, you know I see you and then you see me and it's pretty cool, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, we're growing together. Yeah, you know? and yeah, man, we're working on uh, doing different things this year. We've been doing a lot of live shows. That was the goal for this year that I had yeah. was uh, 
for the show to do a lot of live events, like you said, kind of what you said. Yeah. It's the time where you get to like, uh, okay, except you're in the music, so you have to perform. You get what yeah. I mean? Where this is a talk show, we could actually talk with our guests. You well, get what I mean, Luke might not be familiar. Maybe tell him about your guys' live shows and what all that consists. Oh, of course. Of. Yeah. And, uh, and so where? we have different. So for example, we record an episode once every week. We post it every week. So that's us, and we talk in house. We talk our topics and stuff. But we also have one at a, a shoe store car eight one. It's on Main Street in downtown. Mm. We do one every week where you know people can come in and kick it with us, talk and talk topics and stuff like that. Every now and then we do different events. For example, we've done one at brewery, uh, local brewery here in Houston called Eight Wonder. Be we've cool. been we've done it at different places. So I mean, the point is to kick to kick it with people, see us, you know, talk different topics, you know, and just talk, you know, some, some people like to talk, you get them to talk different topics, mm-hmm. uh, your perspective, um, and sometimes, you know, people's perspective don't go unheard of, but not because, you know, mm-hmm. they don't, they don't want it to be heard, it's just, there's just nobody out there putting other people's perspective out there, so, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I just take the time to do that, you know, and we do it, it's five of us. Like y'all, like you said, bringing together mm. five yeah. people is hard. Yeah. Um, so Especially I, I, when everyone wants to get paid, and you're like, "Bruh, <laughs> don't do this if you want to get paid." Just so it's it, 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 it's 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 hard, you know. But like you said, once everybody's on the same page, it's all good. Yeah. And what you said about the future, uh, what I see for the long run, what I would want to do is someday have our own uh, radio show, like a morning show or something. That'd like be cool. That. So that's you know the goal. You know, well, there's a lot of regulations to getting approved for your own frequency, but I mean, it's doable. Oh, oh yeah, but sure. there's still a lot, you know, internet yeah. radio. There's still, there's so much. You get what I mean? Yeah. So much that could still be done. So mm-hmm. it's like uh, I might be able to hook you up with a few contacts. I know if, uh, a few other radio shows like here. I know uh, Crave Radio up in Canada, and I know some East Coast ra- like online radio stations I can hook you up with. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, other than that, I wanted y'all to take the moment and you know throw y'all's plugs, say where we could find y'all, everything y'all's music. Shameless plug time. Hit us, Luke. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, my name is Luke Wright. Uh, you can also find me at the band page. There's a link in there. Corey Tin Wheeler. Uh, you can find me on that band page. You can find me on the website. Our music is available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, basically anything that you can possibly imagine, it's available. Um, Check us out. Give us a listen. If you don't like it, no big deal. Uh, if you hate us, leave a comment. Tell us how much you hate us. And then like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to like my boy Jamal. If you hate us, just tell us why, but still give us the like button. <laughs> <laughs> I like that marketing tip. That's good. But, but you know, uh, if you want to check us out, go to our, our website, um, and then that way we can actually see the foot traffic, uh, how much we're getting. And, uh, yeah. Cool. Come out to our show. Thank y'all. Um, yeah. I really wanted to thank you, Quarantine, for taking the time to come back again. Uh, I'm sorry about last time. The, uh, oh, shame. Oh, shame. It, 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 it was horrible, you know? It wasn't that You know, sometimes you just can't describe these things, you know? Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't even that bad. <laughs> no, uh, thank you again, for real, for taking the time to come yeah. again. I really wanted to make it right and do it right. So, uh, for your fans, too, because I wanted them to hear everything right yeah it's not, you get what I'm so i'm about that so well it was an honor to be back on the show really appreciate it hopefully thank next so album much. we get y'all here man and we do it all over again Woo! thank you man appreciate it peace thank y'all bye <laughs>